Hello everyone, uh, David here. Just wanted to preempt this episode uh, with an apology from myself and my two employees, Sean and Chris. Uh, the audio for this episode got really messed up, so if this is your first episode, uh, don't judge us by this one. And if it's not, we you know we apologize. Our episodes sound a little bit better. But we we still think this is some good content. That's what we're here to provide. Just that sweet, sweet, sweet content. So enjoy. The world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. We're on express elevator to hell. You want to be a big bad guy, Christopher? I want your blood. I want your soul. Top of the food chain and dinner is served. Stop defending him, Sean. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. It's all right to be afraid, David. Because this part won't be like a comic book. Welcome to Earth. Well, hello there, everyone. Uh, so exciting. I want to mention, um, you're here for another episode, a wonderful episode of Guys Were Screwed, but for the first time in GWS history, yeah. all three of the guys are in the same room. Chris, hey. Chris is in Tucson, Arizona, in my recording studio. It's a nice studio. This is good. It's better Sean's than Sean's here, too. We're all in the exact same room. We're all vaxxed up. Uh, Sean's halfway there. No, actually, 70%. <laughs> 70% there. Uh, and... Uh, but we're 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 feeling good. It's it's nice. It's a little reunion episode. Um, but yeah, how are you guys doing? Um, I mean, I'm drunk. <laughs> um, and don't tell anyone I drove. But okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't drive. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. Chris drove drunk all the way from New Jersey. He yep. did. He did. <laughs> and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> God damn it. Oh shit. Whoops. Um. But yeah, uh, Chris, how's it feel to be back in your hometown? It feels pretty good. Yeah. I'm. S- it's, you know, it's still kind of sinking in that it's my hometown. Yeah, it is your hometown. It's not your place of residence anymore. No, it's not. And I, uh, you know, when I got on the plane and uh, heard people complaining about masks. <laughs> Are they? I was telling Kim on the way over, there was a, uh, a guy wearing a black cowboy hat with like little turquoise and silver beads and I'm like yep that's it. <laughs> I was flying on United and they have uh, part of their pre-flight announcement is this thing about like uh, after every flight we sanitize all of the surfaces and use some sort of like a- electric electrical statics some fucking thing uh-huh. and uh, this whole the whole time the guy is just like shaking his head. <laughs> he's, just, he's livid. He just wants nothing to do. Yeah, with it. it's fake. It's it, we all know. Now that we're all vaccinated, we know that coronavirus is fake, and so yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, he, it's he, fake he, to us. We'll never get it. Yeah. How do we know it's real until you get it? Right. <laughs> he was one of the guys who had the uh, had the mask like just barely above his upper. Oh leg. yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to tell you guys real quick. I went out to dinner right now at Guadalajara, and um, there's this new type of mask. So a lot of people weren't even wearing masks, which okay, whatever. But there was this new type of mask that the servers were wearing, or actually the bussers. And I swear to God, it was like um, it was a piece of plastic that barely went from your bottom of your lower lip to the tip of your nose. And oh. it floated in front of your face. Oh, it's like a, it's like a high tech face shield. I've seen it the face did shield. nothing. It's, <laughs> you, you, I literally want to tell the guys like, dude, just don't wear a mask. Like you, you're not doing shit. Like that makes no sense to me. It was I, the stupidest thing. I gotta say, like wearing your wearing your mask just above your lip has got to be the weakest act of act of defiance I've ever heard in my life. Like you're still doing it. Like kind, I, you're not oh, doing yeah, it properly, no, but like you're, the, the thing's still on your face. Dude. He's pushing back though. He's pushing um, back. I don't want to say any names, but one of my someone that works at my school. I heard this through Grapevine, but they were complaining because they went to Starbucks, the drive-through, and they didn't have their mask on, and the 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 baristas wouldn't uh, uh, talk to them or take their money or anything because they didn't have a mask on, and she refused to put one on, and so they just wouldn't serve her. And I gotta say, That's good job, Starbucks, uh, solidarity with you guys. Uh, keep yourself safe. Uh, uh, this person is sounds obnoxious. Yeah, way to go, Charles Schultz. <laughs> Charles <laughs> Schultz. That is a little odd, though, because I've actually never been in a drive-thru and never done that. Now, if someone well, actually always, said, hey, always, can you put one on, I would do it. I always wear the mask yeah. in the drive-thru. But, I, I just feel like it's, cur- like it's like, I don't want to put anyone else at risk. 
Just in case, yeah. I I, I understand. Because it is less than, it's even less than three feet, which is the new CDC guidelines, which totally yeah, but, makes sense. Yeah, but remember, cars protect you. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> I've actually never worn one at a drive through and, and maybe I'm an asshole. Maybe I'm just maybe, a, I mean, like, maybe, maybe I'm just a cool guy. <laughs> just a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, okay, uh, we've been getting really serious lately. With We had fake news, anti-vaxxer. Uh, how cryptocurrency is destroying the world. I thought it'd be nice if we took it up a notch and got even more serious. That's right. I cut the brakes on this motherfucker, and from now on, it's only getting darker and darker and darker from the, from on from here on out. We'll keep this show going until we go insane or kill or kill ourselves, uh, or both. I mean, we can do both. Uh, but today, forget Operation Paperclip. Forget 9/11. Forget Doja Cat saying the N-word. We're talking about the Kraken. Release the Kraken. I, as a side note, when I started these notes, I actually typed in the cracker instead of the kraken, which I which I, I think we should cover yeah. that in a future episode. Maybe when White Boy Summer reaches its apex, like towards <laughs> July, oh, uh, you'll excited. know it by the sound of white claws. Uh, it'll be deafening. Release the kraken! Um, now, my co-hosts may have noticed that their notes, the ones I sent them, are about the, you know, the kraken, the beast, and the sea. Uh, there is research and anecdotes and speculation about the Kraken, what it could be, stories of, of it being seen, but uh, this is a ruse. Today we're actually talking about the political Kraken that Trump's going to release to stop the steal oh. uh, and get our country back on track. All right, let's start back in January 2021. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not, we're not going to do that. We're going to – no politics today. Uh, just good old-fashioned monster hunt. Wait, we're talking about the crypto exchange, right? <laughs> there's one called Kraken. The Kraken chain? No, no, of course there's a Kraken. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's called Kraken. It's, a, it's an exchange, that's it. I feel, like at this, I feel like at this point you can just say a word and it's, oh yeah, that's a coin or a, or a exchange, whatever. Like, it's like hanger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's a coin. That's a, I'm just looking on the room. Dreamcatcher. Oh, that's a coin, yeah. It's worth 50 crackers. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you guys know about bike lock coin? It's really good. <laughs> it protects your bikes. So... Um, but we're going to talk about the Kraken. Did it ever actually exist? Is it still around today? Uh, and I'm particularly uh, fascinated and uh, uh, terrified of sea monsters, so I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, and uh, I think I mentioned earlier, but I'm actually terrified because as a child I watched a made-for-TV movie called The Beast, and it was about mm. a giant squid. That's where I found out that they had beaks. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, penis off. Yeah. they, uh, yeah, they tear you up. But uh, without further ado, let's go hunting. Uh, sources are uh, Wikipedia. An article in the in the Dependent by Rodrigo uh, Brinzalepe Salvador, and an article from uh, unmuseum.com, which I thought oh, was what? UN Museum, mm-hmm. but I think it's actually <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's actually unmuseum because the site looks like it's like from the early two thousands. Okay. Like it's, it's like a, it's like a, a, ge- a GeoCity site That's or Angel awesome. Fire. Was there <laughs> any? Was there any like? Um... Like sparkly. <laughs> there was, yeah, there was, yeah, there was, and all colored text everywhere, and like, and like Comet Sans, Comic Sans font. I love it. So you, so it's a real trusted source. Um, but uh, let's talk about rumors, myths, and speculation. Uh, our own first. How do you both of you feel about creatures of the deep ocean? Um, I guess I'll just because I was literally it was on my mind right now, mm-hmm. and um, no one, I don't know anybody that's probably comfortable with it. Right. Uh, the ocean is so vast, obviously so deep and scary. And like, imagine jumping into the ocean in the middle of the night. Terrifying. And, and, right? Would you do it for a million dollars? Let's uh, let's ask this question: million dollars. There are great whites in the water, but you have a but but only a ten percent chance of them attacking you, and you have to stay out there for five minutes for a oh, million God. dollars. And you have to also put your head under there and go, "Hi, great whites, hi!" And you have to scream <laughs> at them and get their attention. And also, the great whites do speak English, and, <laughs> and, and they go, "Well, we're just waiting. We're waiting." Um, the other thing is, is as far as I may bring this up again, but as far as the validity of sea creatures, there, the the chance of something like this being real is is the highest. Oh yeah, we're, the ocean, we're, right? we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But That's yeah. all I was gonna say. I mean, I'm not a fan of uh, the ocean, really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, it's terrifying. Right, and like Sean said, because it's so vast. Right, we're we're like still discovering new species. Yeah. of deep sea life. Probably um, for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know there might only be one or two specimens ever found over a span of a hundred years, but it's like these are viable species. So there's so much shit going on that we can't see or will never see. So like. You know, there's a there's a great likelihood 
Right. I think much much better than if we were talking about like a land creature. Yeah, for sure. Um, and deep sea creatures are fucking terrifying. Like, they they look scary as fuck. Yeah. Anglerfish with like big buggy eyes and and frightening fucking teeth. I mean, yep. even not deep sea barracudas are scary as shit. Piranhas yeah. are. Although piranhas, I heard a story about. I don't know. Did we talk about this before, David? Or something about piranhas? I don't know if it was you, but I'm not sure. Piranhas won't actually rip you to pieces when a drop of blood is in the water. I don't uh-huh. know if they had something about that. Um, they they don't really go after live creatures. You have to be dead. Oh, so they're not as scary. So they're, so, they're like so, scavengers. Exactly. So okay. it's, it's, is it dead on the inside? Because then oh yeah oh shit then, I think <laughs> then yeah we're, then we're all fucked well, up. Yeah, yeah we're all definitely fucked. yeah. I like to imagine That's all of sad. us just being like the most cheerful, like optimistic people until we started this podcast, and it's turned us into the husks we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, the ocean <laughs> is fucking terrifying. It, uh, uh, I think it's uh, like it has to do with the fact that you can't see what's coming at you, yeah. uh, and, it can, and and also you're not like you're in their territory as opposed to, like 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 you can't swim faster than yeah, anything. Yeah, you can't do anything you can do in the water is is being much slower. Or like weaker than they can do. It reminds me of the that anything you can do, I can do. <laughs> yeah. better. That's a shark up there. Yeah, he's <laughs> as well as eating. <laughs> <laughs> and then when something touches your foot, you don't know if it's seaweed oh, yeah. or literally the Loch Ness. Yeah. So well, and I mean, just in like even being so deep, you can't feel. Sea- well, I guess you could feel seaweed deep, but like like you said, Sean, in the middle of the night, uh, on the like just with the where the water's black, it's black. terrifying. Yeah. So how do you guys fly over the ocean, Chris? How have you gone over the ocean? Yeah, no one can crash, survive, and have to be like, yeah, we have to float out here for a day. <laughs> I just hope that I would die on impact. Yeah, agreed, <laughs> yeah agreed, that's, agreed, that's yeah. the that's the hope. Yeah, yeah or freeze sure. to death. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the Kraken. All right, I want to build the scenario for you guys. Okay, um, imagine you are on the bow of a giant wooden ship in the middle of the night. You are completely surrounded by water, and a speck of land is in sight. The waxy full moon is the only light, and it simply reflects off of the black water. Rather than shining, the light from the moon produces abundant shadows. Shadows uh, in the tame but choppy water. Shadows in the endless corners and crevices of the mighty ship. Shadows in the faces of your fellow sailors, only a few of which have joined you topside while they're asleep. Only a half a face is visible at any one time, with the other half being, phys- uh, being hidden with its secret fear. Suddenly you feel something. You lurch forward and almost slam down into the deck. Did the ship hit something? You look overboard and notice the ship is still moving, cutting its violent path to the dark water below. You're about to go back to work when it happens again. This time you almost fly off the railing into your almost certain freezing death. There's no question this time. Something is under the ship. You lock eyes with a crewmate to the other side of the ship as you walk away from the railing. He's staring toward the middle of the ship, right back at you, with the same thoughts rising through his mind. You open your mouth to recruit some help for this mystery, but are stunned into silence. You become completely frozen, with your mouth remaining open and slack-jawed. Something is rising out of the water behind your crewmate, something of impossible size. You can only see the silhouette stretching out further and further in front of the moon. It's some sort of giant sea serpent, rising and rising out of the water. You finally get enough air back in your chest to warn him, but it's too late. The monster swings down with incredible speed and wraps itself around your friend. You see nothing but terror in the one eye looking at you. The serpent rises back into the air with your co-worker, who has finally begun to struggle. They're 30 feet in the air when he finally makes a sound. Let's have a scream that instantly turns your blood cold. That the that instance is all it takes, because that's how long it lasts. As soon as he makes a noise, the monster plunges back into the water. As, as soon as they hit the water, the scream is gone. You hear nothing. Complete silence. Wait, no. That's not true. Before you can get your own scream for help, you hear the soft sounds of rain hitting the ship's deck. It's a clear night with a full moon, but you still hear the pitter-patter of a light drizzle coming from behind you. Slowly, you uh, begin to turn around. The part of you already knows it's too late. When you finally face your fate, you see seven more serpents staring back at you from high in the air. Only this time, the light of the moon is shining in there in the other direction, and you can see the beasts for what they truly are. Tentacles, all high above your head. All that's left to do is wait for them to, to take you and the rest of the ship down. Damn. So that's... What what hentai is that from? <laughs> that's 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 Demon Tentacle Seven. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a. You should also Demon Tentacle. I don't know if you ever thought about this, David. But you should be a writer. <laughs> Maybe an English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I. That's the idea of I get when I think of a kraken is a uh, is uh it's fucking terrifying. Fuck that. Um, the kraken is supposedly a giant eight tentacled creature that was big enough to take down huge galleons or ships. It has been often depicted as a giant octopus or squid. Uh, this is particularly scary for me because of that movie I mentioned earlier, The Beast, which is about the giant squid. 
Uh, it was a movie about a giant squid that would eat people. And with their beaks, which was also oh, fucked, it just fucked me up. Yeah, it's like a bird. Yeah, and then the, the, <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's a seabird. It's a uh, <laughs> uh, the kraken is often depicted with having claws inside of its suckers of its tentacles. Uh, it, it, in that movie too, it was so terrifying. They, oh, inside their suckers, mm-hmm. they have claws. Oh, talons, yeah. talons, yeah, Tal- like a, like a bird. Uh, oh shit, I just lost my them? notes. Uh, I think so, or most of them, I can't remember from the movie. But oh, um, God, that reminds me of the mist. You know, yeah, that fucking thing. It's terrifying. Slap, slap <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh. I should have mentioned. I, well, we'll talk about that later. Remind me of the mist later, Sean. Okay. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Do you remember when the movie came out? The mist. Yeah, or no, the 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 beast. It was like late nineties, I think. Okay, I have no recollection. Yeah, I and literally, I ma- I mentioned to people, and no one knows. I think it was just played on TV once. I actually don't. And I just happened to be in front of the TV, and oh, when that happened, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was probably a shitty movie, Blame but your, your parents. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, or even earlier descriptions of the Kraken have actually claimed it was a giant crab, but over time it changed into a giant octopus. Uh, the name is derived from the Old Norse word kraki. Kraki? Kraki? I don't know. Kraki. Kraken, this is the linguistics part I added for the doctor in the room. Kraken is a definite form of the word crake, which means twisted and or unhealthy. The word kraken first appears in 1735. Carl Linnaeus, the father of modern oh, taxonomy, Carl, it's Linnaeus, but Linnaeus, okay. yeah, thank you. <laughs> included he included in the first edition of the uh, Sista, uh, Sistema Naturae Natura Sistema Natura. There we go. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit yeah, later yeah, too. I guess Naturae is fine. But... He was the first person to classify the kraken as a cephalopod, and he um, and that also that family also includes octopi, octopi squids, and cuttlefish. Mm. Um, Crake in German means octopus, but it can uh, also refer to the actual kraken of legend, uh, kind of like a common noun versus a, a proper noun kind of thing. Um, speaking of legends, let's look at some history, guys. You guys down for some history? No, I'm good. But, I <laughs> mean, like, all right. All here, so. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> uh, kraken history. While the name appear, uh, the name first appears in print in the 18th century, the oldest example of the name being recorded goes back to 1180. Uh, the name was supposedly written yeah. by King Sver, uh, Sver, Sver of Norway. Uh, the king wrote a lot about a lot of different sea monsters he'd seen, including the Kraken. Um, and this is all according from uh, one of our sources, uh, Salvador. Uh, he said that uh, Salvador believed that the uh, Kraken... Oh, no, sorry, that's the wrong name. Uh, king Sver believed that the Kraken would have been the biggest creature in the ocean. Um, but uh, Salvador does admit that some of the stories from that time are suspect. Uh, some stories have the Kraken be mistaken for an island. It's so big, which is, what? yeah. They must be really Which is really, that's so funny yeah. that, like, people are just sailing by an island. Like, oh my god, it's the fucking Kraken! Uh, that's it's, because It's sleeping. It's like, I, don't I, wake it. I see, I see a coconut tree. Don't touch its coconuts! Do not touch its coconuts! Do you remember, uh, that, you know, they did have meat halls back then. Uh-huh. So that would be the reason why. Like, getting drunk and sailing <laughs> oh, drunk sailing? not the best. <laughs> drunk sailing, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, also, some uh, clocked uh, the uh, Kraken's circumference at 1.5 miles, which is also pretty insane. Yeah, that's like a little bit smaller than my penis. Oh my <laughs> the, the circumference. <laughs> all right, all right. Not the I'm length. I'm lying. I'm lying. It's the circumference is 1.5 miles. The length is two inches. That's <laughs> it's, it's an average it's a size disc. island. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's yeah. a disc. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the there was an Icelandic saga. Called Over Odur, uh, that was written in the 13th century. The story is about a group that travels throughout the world. Eventually, they come across two sea monsters, the Hafgufa and the Linbaker. Uh, it is believed the Hafgufa is a reference to the Kraken. I'm so excited though, right now, because like I don't know why we, every time we, we do this and then we, we link it, I'm playing Assassin's Creed, you know. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Vibing on this. We have to do one. We're going to have to do one in like the Italian Renaissance period at some point (laughs) and uh, uh, the American Revolution. Yeah. All the bases, man. Yeah. Um, all right. The, the next part is a is a excerpt from that that saga I just mentioned, the the Icelandic saga. Um, now I will tell you there are two sea monsters. One is the half gufa, which uh, in parentheses sea mist, and the other is the limbaker, which means heatherback. It, the limbaker, is the largest whale in the world, and the half gufa is the largest monster in the sea. It is the nature of this creature to swallow men and ships, and even whales and everything else within reach. It stays submerged for days, then rears its head and nostrils above surface and stays that way 
uh, at least until the change of, t of tides. Change of tide, rather. Now that, this, now that sound we just sailed through was a space between its jaws, and its nostrils and lower jaw were those rocks that appeared in the sea, while the Limbaker was the island we, were, we saw sinking down. However, Ugman Tosuk has sent these creatures to you by means of his magic to cause the death of you and all your men. He thought more men would have uh, gone the same way as those who had already drowned, and he expected that the Hafgufa would have swallowed us all. Today I sailed through its mouth because I knew that it had recently surfaced. So I, that's um, just some ancient uh, Icelandic text I wanted you guys to you know, I, get down on. I have, a, I have a question. Let's hear it. Um, it's just that, so this Havgufa is a largest monster, but in this particular story, it's not specified truly what this thing is. Yeah, people have, sur people have surmised that it's the Kraken. I don't know, there might be more details in the book in the uh, about tentacles or something. Okay. I don't, don't even know if they had a word for tentacles then. Mm -hmm. I mean, they must have. Hentai. They knew it they knew that They knew about hentai, yeah. <laughs> they, they, were... they, they, they all played Persona 5, so like they, <laughs> yeah, they, all, they all knew. They were drawing nasty shit on like the side of the ship or like on... <laughs> boulder or whatever exactly i'm yeah i'm a little i'm not terribly convinced yeah it's like any big sea creature can be a kraken or an island apparently That's or an island, island. <laughs> yeah I, that is kind of scary though the sorry go ahead Chris. I'll, I'll let you finish your thought. no i just thought it would be it would be cool if like the you know the icelandic word was like a cognate with the other with the kraka or whatever right so that there's you know there's like an even older origin um, for like early seafaring peoples in this part of Europe, and like the story goes all the way back to that. But I mean, I think these these look like kind of independent traditions. Yeah, and at some point, mm -hmm. Kraken becomes the the word. I think everyone uses Kraken now, but or, I mean, in different in language, the like the, whatever version and whatever language you use. Do you think the megalodon would be ever considered? Like, if someone saw that, you know, would they confuse? Well, the megalodon was extinct way before humans. Well, so they think that yeah. that, that that's, goes back to the same thought, though. Yeah. Does it exist? Mm -hmm. I mean, it existed at one point, but it could still be. Uh, maybe it's not legend. Maybe I actually think that the megalodon is actually like the least scary to me, shark thing, because it's so fucking big. Like it would just swallow you whole. Like well, there'd be no, no chewing involved. It, it would just gently bite your leg. It would know, and it would just drag you under, and, and you get to see it dragging you under, and you're screaming and it's laughing. <laughs> it, it's not. It can't laugh because it's a it's a shark. But you imagine it's got like shark laughs. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's looking right in the eye and it takes you under. Uh, oh, hold on. I have the hiccups. Hold on. I just want to tell you, just so you know, there. I don't know if you ever heard about this. I probably told you before. There's someone who had hiccups for the rest of their life. Shut. No. I swear to God. Oh God, that sounds like they a never nightmare. Got rid of it. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Holy shit! Let everyone know that you can cut out your hiccuping, but keep this. Yeah, I'll keep this old tidbit. So you know, there is a hiccup. I, did they kill them? Did they kill themselves? Like, no, like what? well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. So there's, I mean, there's conditions like that. So I know there's, um, there's this type of belching called like supra supra gastric belching, uh -huh. where it's just air inside of your esophagus. Oh, that's just like moving. Hot. Yeah, it gets caught and then the diaphragm pushes it up, and then more gets caught and the diaphragm pushes oh, it up, God. and so you're like constantly like belching or hiccuping like hundreds of times a day. Jesus no Christ! No cure, no known cure. Oh, a spoonful of peanut butter that you, works for me. For <laughs> so what's really interesting about it is like the cure is CBT. Um, the cure is like different types of like cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh wow! Oh, wow. And usually. Yeah, it's crazy. You think, like, you know, there's, like, medic medication or surgery or whatever, but oftentimes right. they find that um, just by making people aware of it and teaching them certain, like, breathing techniques, wow. it just goes away. It's That's not just somatic, then, in a way. Yeah, I mean, to a large extent, because it's, um, it's like, getting into a certain type of, like, I, I don't want to take us too far afield. This is still a part of the hiccup aside. Yeah, all of this, all of this can go. Well, no, now I'm just wondering if, if like way back when, if B.F. Skinner knew that like his the stuff that he was doing would would be used one day to to solve the hiccup problem. That's, <laughs> that's, um, the Skinner box to, to 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 get rid of people's hiccups. Oh my god. Um, yeah, let's get back on topic. The, the, the Kraken pretty much stays a legend in several different cultures for the next 500 years. I stuck mostly with Norway because that's where people think it originated. The idea of the Kraken. Um, let's talk about the... Go ahead and say it again, Sean. 
Uh, System Naturne? Yeah, System Naturne. There we go. Naturne. I mentioned it earlier, but this book was a pretty big deal when it came out. Oh, it should be Systema. You missed the A. Sy- uh, Systema. Yeah, there we go. I did t- that's a typo on my part. Uh, it was written by Carl Linnaeus. Linnaeus, yes. Yeah, there we go. He's the it's the found and the, this text is the foundation of taxonomy. Yeah, he's the founder. Of and a, a lot of um, stuff in his book is still used today. I mean, like uh, it, a ton uh, of it. Yeah, yeah. I learned, learned I learned a lot about uh, it. some of the stuff like the crack. The kraken's no longer in it, but no. I mean, like they've they've taken. But they, the basic idea behind the like the the levels they've kept. And I'll, yes, I'll the, go over the that in a minute. Kingdom and things yeah. like that. Yeah. The first edition was published in 1735. That was the edition that had the Kraken in it as a cephalopod. Uh, one of the major contributions was dividing the contents into sections of animals, plants, or mil- minerals. And then once those were divided, they were further divided into kingdoms. And then that from those things, you got stuff like class, order, genus, all that good stuff that we learned in biology class. Mm-hmm. You guys don't um, remember that. Go ahead and list them. Uh, class, o- order, genus. The, the, only, the book only contained about 10,000 <laughs> species. <laughs> Uh, the about, bottom is literally species, though. You're basically there. All right. All right. Well, there was, see, I, 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 see, I did it. There you go. That's, that's, <laughs> um, about 4,500 uh, of those 10,000 species were animals. The rest was uh, 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 flora, plants. However, uh, even that number is kind of small based on what we know today. I mean, like, there's like, there's like what, uh, 100,000 bugs alone? Like, there's like, there's, it's ridiculous. Bugs, so, are, yeah. Uh, just on one tree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like difference. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it also the case that, like, something like 99% of all species are extinct? I've heard that. Already? Uh, yeah. yeah. Since existence? Yeah. Yeah. I've also sense. heard that. And I heard that they're like that, that, uh, as far as like bugs go, they haven't even scratched the surface on what, on what can be discovered. Like it's like they're, bugs they're, are the most diverse. Yeah, uh, insects are. Yeah, I, I believe they are the most. Aside from, I'd assume maybe bacteria or other kind of small. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. A sh- I remember. I was mad because do you know that show? Sorry, I didn't mean interrupt you, Sean. No, that's it. Okay. Uh, do you know that show with Danny? I don't Tamber- ever have any good thoughts. So. Da- Danny Tambor, you have plenty of good thoughts, Sean. You're a very smart guy, Sean. Stop. No, but, no, no, guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys know that show with Danny Tambor? Oh, figure it out. You guys remember figure it out? Yeah. What was that? There was and, was, and what was it? Lori Beth Gim- Gimberg. Yeah. yeah. Danny Tamborelli and just Nick. Star- where it was a, it was a like a, a game show where like all these Nick celebrities had to get a random person on. They had to figure out what that person's talent was. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this. Well, one uh, one of the one of the and if they didn't figure it out, they all they all got slimed. Pretty much, but yeah. um, uh, it is kind of weird that this. In other words, those sliming scenes. It's coming. Like, it's super like, coming. I wonder yeah. if like Nickelodeon like had like anything to do with like. I, uh, I wonder if our generation has like an obsession with facials or something. Well, I saw, I mean, you know, I'm thinking about that. Is like, what if there was another one? And it was like, and like, you can just look at it differently. If we didn't call it slimed, if literally people were like, you're gonna get gum, you know? and <laughs> you're gonna like, get splurged. <laughs> well, imagine but, if it was white instead of green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any color other than green. It tastes funny. But remember, figure it out. The host was like a um, an Olympic athlete, like a swimmer. Yeah. Do you remember? And she was like. She was like '90s fine, yeah, she was very good looking. Yeah, from like fine. the '90s. I don't remember her name at all, but yeah, I remember that. Was she was very in, very in '90s fashion. Was this Double Dare time, like around that time? Like it was a little, little bit later, a little bit later than Double Dare. Yeah, okay. uh, it was not Summer Sanders. Mm. Was that her name? Do remember, if it's Summer Sanders, I remember Summer Sanders was kind of popping. I think <laughs> she's yeah. gonna fly. Yeah, uh, Summer Sanders, nice, good job. See, I was a little fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I was more interested in the uh, in the host. Let's just see how she's doing these days. Probably, no, I don't want to see. <laughs> oh, she's still very well. I don't know if that's her now. Oh, they 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 brought back Figure It Out. There's a new. Oh, look at that dweeb. Yeah, a little. Uh, what a fucking loser. <laughs> don't even want to know his name. But the reason I mentioned Figure It Out is because it's all about talents. And um, one of the guy, one of the kids on the show, discovered a new spider in like his. He lived on a farm. Okay. And it's like that's not a fucking talent. Like that's mm-hmm. that's fucking, <laughs> you're like you just you're you doing things. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was really pissed when I was like seven years old. Like, that's not a fucking talent. You woke up and skill. Yeah, it's all skill. Yeah. <laughs> this boy wakes up and he drank a lot of water. There was one the kid. I'll, I'll move on from this, but the, there is one. I know people can do this, but when I first saw it, it blew my mind. There was one kid that you could just pick a random date in history and he can tell you what day of the week it was. Wow. Yeah, which is wild. It's like some sort of math thing that happens in their brain automatically. No, yeah. That's talent. Yeah, um, but uh, Fresh the kraken was one of the ten thousand, one of the forty five hundred animals that made it on. Which is like, like the reason I mentioned that is because it's 
kind of crazy that the Kraken made it on this extremely small list of animals that uh, now is gigantic. Um, the, uh, the Kraken was given its own specific name, so it was named the Kraken. Uh, uh, Linnaeus said it was, an, it was an extremely large monster that lived in the ocean near Norway. That's how he labeled it in the book. He also confessed to have never seen the animal himself. Uh, though the Kraken would be removed from later editions of the book, this is significant because of the first time the Kraken has moved from legend and myth into the realm of scientific study. So this is like, there were like kings writing their personal journals yeah. and shit, but this is like an actual like scientific tome. I never heard about this. I mean, yeah. I guess you wouldn't, right, if it was pulled from... Yeah, it's not there anymore, but yeah. Um, the next person to kind of bring it into the record was the Bishop of Bergen, Eric Pontopadon. Ponta, uh, linguist, is that correct? Pontopatan. How would you say it? Yeah, Doctor? Just, yeah, Pontopadon. Pontopadon, okay, Pontopadon. Uh, would add more details to the Kraken. Uh, he wrote um, the first attempt at a natural history of Norway in 1752, so a little less than 25 or 20 years later. Um, kept the part, uh, he kept the part of the uh, fisher mistaken for an island, so that part of the legend he put, actually put in his book. Uh, he added that the creature rarely attacked and that the real danger to the sailors was the whirlpool that the kraken left behind when it went back underwater. That's right. So if you're, yeah, it yeah, would the, the world it, in, it would be right? so big it would just suck you, suck you in, suck you in the ocean. Yeah. Isn't that also true with like other like whales? And I think so. Yeah. A large yeah. boat. A large boat sinks. Mm, it's not yeah. a whirlpool, but that vacuum pulls you yeah. down. It's dangerous. Well, I think that, and I think the Titanic killed a bunch of people just by That's just by that. Like, yeah. you, if a boat is sinking, you need to get the fuck away from it. Yeah. You get sucked under. Um, he also wrote that there were tons of fish wherever a kraken was. Uh, he surmised that the catch was so great that the fishermen would often risk being attacked by the kraken just for a chance to get at all the fish. Uh, this idea became so popular that it became a saying. Whenever a fisherman came back with a big haul, people would tell them, "You must have been fishing on the kraken." So it was like a it was like an like an idiom or a saying from from there. Um, Jacob Wallenberg, a Swedish author, agreed with Eric. Uh, on the amount of fish that can be found. Is that Mark's brother? Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's his great, 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 great grandfather, the Wallenbergs. <laughs> um, he wrote about it in his 1781 piece, My Son on the Galley. Uh, I have an expert from his, too. Um, Kraken, also called the crabfish, which is not that huge for heads and tails counted, he is no larger than uh, our Oland, is wide which is less than 16 kilometers. He stays at the seafloor, constantly surrounded by innumerable small fishes who serve his food and are fed to him in return for his meal. If I remember correctly what E. Papadon writes, Pontopadon writes, last no, no longer than three months, and another three are then needed to di digest it. His ex excrements nurture in the, uh, in the following army of lesser fish, and for this reason, fishermen plumb after his resting place. Gradually, Kraken ascends to the surface, and when he is uh, at 10 to 12 fathoms, the boats better move out of his vicinity, as he will shortly therefore burst up like a floating island, spurting water from his dreadful nostrils and making rings of waves, or waves around him, which can reach many miles. Could one doubt that this is the, Le the, the Levi uh, Leviathan of Job? Oh, Leviathan. So is it, do, am I understanding this right, that like the fish eat his shit? That's what it sounded like, yeah. That, that, that's why they hang around, yeah. The fish are attracted to, to, the, his, to, to his, the excreta. Yeah, and then so, humans eat those fish full of, oh, full of cracking shit. Full of cracking shit. Whoa, no, that's their nutrient rich, bro. <laughs> but hold on. So I just something popped into my head, too. I was thinking about that. You know, you said several fathoms. Do you guys know or remember how much a fathom is? I know that 20,000 leagues is, is a dangerous place to be. That's, <laughs> that's a fathom? Is it, it's not 12 feet. Something. I can't remember. Come how on now. You, you, much you guys are not experts, uh, are you? Fathom. What's a fathom? A Where's fathom our, is two yards, so two yards. six feet. Oh, okay. That's close. Weird, you know what I think about that? Who, who did that? And then they're like, all right. And then they're like, all right. Two yards. And they're like, yeah, that's a fathom. Oh, I always thought. I think of who thought of miles. This is like thirteen hundred oh, and something feet. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, uh, five thousand six hundred. That's what I meant. Yeah, five thousand. Yeah. Imperial versus metric is the stupidest shit. The fact that the whole world is the same metric—that still upsets me. Well, they tried that here in the eighties, and America soundly rejected it because we didn't want Americans like, like, "You're not going to take away my guns. You're not going to take <laughs> yeah. away my feet." Well, those were the Reagan years. Right? Yeah, yeah, it so was. Yeah, kind of... it was a really bad time to try it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, there's all I mean, a lot of the measurements are arbitrary, and a lot of them are like ancient, mm -hmm. right? 
Because aren't don't fathoms show up like in the Bible? Yeah, I think I, and I think that, that I think sense. that miles is the same thing. Where like it was like some measurement because of something like ancient. Yeah, I can see it. it's linked to whatever. But even then, like, why wasn't there some guy who was like, hey, you know, these are like wrap like like whole numbers that end in in uh, even zeros. Can we just fucking keep to that shit? Yeah. I don't know. I, as a, as somebody who deals with numbers all the time, it's upsetting. And I know. Yeah, and we well, we should get rid of miles. We should also we shouldn't have anything ancient like that, especially the electoral college. <laughs> Bill Maher, hey. when did you get here? Oh, hey, hey Today, Bill Maher. Our, our guest is Bill Maher. Right sorry, I don't know. Oh, sorry, Bill. See you, ladies. He's leaving. Okay, Thanks bye, for Bill. Coming. Thanks for coming, Bill. Wait, no, Bill, hold on. Hang out there for a little bit. We're gonna come out and do shots. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna talk <laughs> about money. liberal stuff. <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> Uh, all right, a giant cephalopod washed up on a Danish beach in, a beach, beach, beach in 1853. Uh, naturalist Japetus Steenstrup examined the creature. He was able to locate and remove the cephalopod's beak. He used this beak to scientifically label the animal. This is how the kraken officially became the Archit... John, you're the science guy, Architus? And right, also I know the language, word, right? I, I can't... It's right. Latin, but yeah, it's... Just Archituthus. Archituthus uh, ducks, more commonly known as the, the giant, giant squid. squid. So, yeah. uh, it's I think pretty common to believe that the kraken people spoke of in ancient times is actually the giant squid that we know and love today. And it's actually Archituthus. <laughs> the giant squid has been studied for more than 150 years since its unofficial unveiling, which is when they was discovered on the beach. But there's still a lot of people don't know. Uh, it could be one species, or it could consist of twenty different species. Yeah, kind of like really, bugs. They really nailed that. Yeah, it's, it's either it's either one or it's one between one and twenty-five. It's one, be one twenty. Of, I don't yeah. know. Fuck you. <laughs> it only took them over a hundred <laughs> yes. to come to this conclusion. Um, the largest squid ever recorded was eighteen meters long, or sixty feet, or uh, five or six fathoms. <laughs> <laughs> Ten fathoms. No, it's six, right? No, it's ten fathoms. Because a fathom is six feet. I thought you said... Oh, a fathom is six. So yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a yard. So ten fathoms. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do everything in fathoms from now on. You're right. Uh, that's that's <laughs> fathoms. Um, the giant squid lives in the deep o- ocean, which makes it hard to study because there's parts of the ocean that humans can't even travel, obviously, because of the pressure. Uh, has the largest eyes in the animal kingdom. Um, used to see the dark areas of the ocean that sunlight doesn't penetrate. Mm. And I, I'm being lazy, but I just put insert joke about Sean's eyes and his, and his inability to penetrate. Well, I was going to make a joke about being able to penetrate. Like, <laughs> doesn't, and I'll tell you right now, I don't need eyes to penetrate. Right now. I never miss. Sometimes, sometimes having eyes, having bad sight helps, right, Sean? Well, no. Oh. <laughs> no, I was going to say. Um, recent discoveries. There were lively debates about how the giant squid caught its prey. Uh, people didn't know if it chased its food or waited in an ambush like some, uh, m- many other creatures do. An answer came in 2005 when two Japanese researchers, uh, they, I just got their first initials and their last names, uh, T. Kobodura and K. Mori, revealed some footage that they recorded. The footage shows a giant squid chasing after its food with its long tenata- uh, tentacles extended. Absolutely fucking terrifying. Like, just the image of, like, being chased by a giant squid. Imagine, all its like, fucking it's like, arms. Yeah. Like, like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> Pipe your penis off. Um, <laughs> uh, it was also discovered that the giant squid is not the apex predator of its domain. Uh, sperm whales actually eat giant squids. Uh, their bodies are too big for the squid to wrap around and yeah. constrict. I feel like I've seen you've seen like art a battle of that. Yeah, yeah. like wrapping around, but that tech, in truth, the sperm whale would wreck that. Mm-hmm. For oh. sure. Um, Howie, shut up. The sperm whale has been discovered. Oh, sperm whales have been discovered with scars all over their body bodies from battles with giant squids. So just That's just metal. yeah, getting fucked so up. They do fight, but they yeah. still end up. They never they, lose. The sperm whale. Sperm whale usually ends up eating squid. Yeah. Squid, yeah. Um, so that's it. Mystery solved. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. I'm just kidding. We have, we have one more section. Uh, let's talk about the Kraken in popular culture. We already talked about the uh, some of the more ancient evidence, uh, myths of giant beasts, the giant beasts taking down entire ships. The Kraken has appeared in many different forms of media over the past 200 years or so. Can you guys think of anything that might be Kraken adjacent? Kraken adjacent? Um, in, like, media. Well, there's the obvious one. Yeah. What, what is it? Uh, well, it's the... the, the... Cthulhu. Yeah, Cthulhu. We're gonna talk Cthulhu a little bit later. Um, the the, the tentacled uh, master of the universe. What you, you're saying, media in general, not yeah. like not like on CNN or Fox News. <laughs> no, just like I, I just any form like, of media. Did, 
Anderson Cooper got eaten by uh, by by Cthulhu. The Cthulhu report. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny if like someone raised Cthulhu and that there's just a daily Cthulhu report where we're, we're Cthulhu <laughs> back in the world. I can just see like uh, uh, Alex Jones has him on Infowars, yeah. and, and, and then Alex Jones and Cthulhu going to Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> or he's dressed like Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Well, yeah. Not... <laughs> uh, well, uh, Alex Jones or the Kraken? <laughs> the, the, the Kraken. Kraken. Uh, Sean, can you think of anything? Or... Um, let me think just real quick. Something else like the Kraken. Um, no, Crystal, my thunder. That's fine. Right, okay, that's no, fine. fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. We, no. We've already. I mean, Sean made the made the joke initially, and that's demon tentacles. That's true. Demon tentacles. Yeah. They, that, that, so that, yes, hentai. Hentai. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk about some of the, uh, the, the Kraken in literature. Uh, Alfred Tennyson wrote a sonnet called The Kraken in 1830. It was about a gigantic sea monster. Um, we mentioned H.P. Lovecraft's, uh, cat whose name was, I'm just kidding, we're not going to say his name. Uh, <laughs> look it up, look up the cat. It, it, you guys didn't, <laughs> look up the cat. Yeah. H.P. Lovecraft, uh, H.P. Lovecraft's, uh, Cthulhu appears as a giant god with tentacles, kind of like for, like, kind of like uh, either on its body or like attached to its face. According to the Lovecraft scholars, which sounds like a cool job, kind of, kind of, it's like you're studying oh. this 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 really popular uh, writing, but also he was a huge racist. Uh, yeah, Cthulhu was directly inspired by the Tennyson sonnet, so that's interesting. I didn't, I, I haven't read the sonnet, but it sounds like it sounds like it bangs. It's a bang. Uh, Moby Dick mentions a giant squid. Uh, but Ishmael directly references uh, references Papadon's Kraken. So this Papadon Papadon guy was like. Was like he was a popular guy. People talked about him, I guess. Pop, pop it in. Uh, Jules popular. Verne's Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, that's always my joke. I forgot. I, 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 from Fathoms. It's not Fathoms. Leagues Under the uh, Sea. Fathoms okay. a fucking league. I don't. Well, you did right. bring up leagues earlier. Yeah. Uh, the the book references a the Kraken by name, and the ship is attacked by a group of giant squids. Uh, in George R. R. Martin's A Song of Fire and Ice books. Uh, the Greyjoy sigil is a golden kraken, right. and it's also called the Kraken, mm-hmm. and many, many others in, in literature. Mm-hmm. Um, in comic books, DC, Marvel, and independent comics have all been references to the Kraken. Sometimes it's the name of a character with a super ability, uh, as in to like, uh, like swim underwater or breathe underwater or whatever. They might call it the Kraken. Other times it shows it, uh, it's just the name of a monster that the heroes have to fight. Um, in film... Uh, Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. The film shows up. Uh, the Kraken shows up in both the original Clash of the Titans and the remake. And uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Davy Jones controls a giant Kraken, and is who, uh, which he uses to maintain his dominance of the ocean. He also doesn't he also have like tentacles for a beard. He does, and you know what else he does? He huh. also accuses Johnny Depp uh, of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of physical abuse. Yeah. And then it found out that it was Davy Jones. That was using, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I thought we were talking about Davy Jones. The, the, the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the Krakens. <laughs> um, uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, the Kraken is eventually killed in the in the Pirates movie. I thought it was kind of funny because the the Kraken is killed. That. It's killed off screen, which is like. It, like as if the idea of producing a, ba- a scene with a battle with this giant creep mm. was just way too much. Like, it, it, which is kind of anticlimactic. It's yeah, because they saw Clash of the Titans, they're like, "Nah, we can't do this." <laughs> well, that one came before. Cla- well, they saw the old one, the old Clash, oh. yeah, the one from the 1980s. Yeah, yeah, so, so. Uh, oh, uh, Davy Jones is the like the fucking his Zoid- his... Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah, his locker, <laughs> yeah. Zoidberg. Yeah. yeah, his his he talks like his like his mouth is like half full of water all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They put him. On the so they like redid the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. Oh, is he on it now? Yes. So you're kind of going up. Um, it's like toward the end of the ride, and you're going up, and there's like a a waterfall, uh-huh. and they just like project his face. Oh. Onto there's this like screen of water. When did you go to Disneyland? Uh, during COVID, say admit it. No. 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 
It was 11 years ago. Oh, okay, so I'm, I, I went to... I'm oh, during, during the first COVID. COVID. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, during, during, during SARS. SARS. <laughs> I mean, t- you couldn't meet those prices. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I've been to Disneyland, I think, when I, like 14 years ago. I remember there was Jack Sparrow that would like wave at you at some point, but mm-hmm. I don't remember the Davy Jones thing. Was he really condescending, too, like how he is in the movies? <laughs> is he condescending in the movies? He's a robot. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a robot. He's a very condescending robot. Um, there were several made-for-TV movies that are pretty much just Jaws ripoffs, including The Beast, which scarred me as a child. Uh, fun fact, The Beast that I keep referencing was a book written by Peter Benchley. Peter Benchley also wrote a book called Jaws, which was also made into he a movie. He wrote the original Jaws? He wrote the book, the original Jaws, oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so let's, as a reca- just to recap, we obviously have a deep fascination with creatures of the ocean. I think the Kraken or Giant Squid is all the more interesting because we know so little about it. Uh, as we discussed in our uh, recently in our other episode, octopi and squids are incredibly smart. Oh, uh, which and we now know they're ferocious too. We're gonna say, Sean. Um, we'll keep going, and I'll, I'll just. Uh... Which begs the question: Are we screwed? So I'll lead with are we screwed? But the, but a reason I didn't say oh was because I found out after we had talked about it. Remember, I was saying octopuses a lot, and then you're like, I think it's octopi. Yeah. It's actually octopuses. Is it really? It is one of those ones that octopi is incorrect. And only oh. stupid, dumb people like you. Well, you I mean, you had to look it up. I, I, mean, like, I actually, kind of like, well, I was saying it correctly <laughs> first, and then you fucking fucked me up. And so, <laughs> no, uh, and then I started saying it. I, I, when I was editing that episode, I think I edited that one. I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, shit. Shit, fuck, fuck. Well, I'm going to keep calling it octopi because I don't want people to think that I'm dumb. So you can be the, the, you can be the actual correct person. But people think you're dumb. Oh, so you care about what people think of you. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, anyways, I'll lead with the are we screwed. Um, fuck no. I mean, I, I, so are you jumping in the ocean anytime soon? I'm not. Well, Mike, my, my, my point was what if, what, if the, what if these giant squids can evolve to become on land? Okay. If these squids get they're smart. sentient. And I, and I mean, not that evolution, like not that that's an evolution, but if they, if well, they are smart possible. and they come well, hard, they come hard. hard then so so remember we did talk about that Chris's thing when he wasn't on that episode. He didn't get to do it, but talking about uh, octopuses and and squids and they're very intelligent beings for what they are. So there is that chance that yes, they could have they could become the evolutionary uh, front runners later. Maybe if we don't make it. So yeah, okay, but I mean, if, our, if we're still around and we have to have like Squid Wars, like, <laughs> that would be. Kind It'll of, just be kind a giant. Dope. What's that game Good. called? Uh, fuck. Uh, it's squid it's Wars? No. no, it's kind of like Squid Wars though. It's a uh, um shit. Uh, oh, Keep talking. Oh oh oh. oh. Uh, you talking about the the GameCube game? Yeah, it's no Switch. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm in Nintendo. Jeez, I'm really, I'm taking, I'm dating myself here. Primal Rage. Uh, no, no, no. no. It's Scott. called, uh, it's called like Squirty Squirt Squirt or something like that. Squirt Squirt. No, oh my god. Uh, it's gonna bother me. That's why I have to look yeah, it up. And our, our listeners are like screaming it right now. Yeah, are like, I know what this is. <laughs> um, keep looking it up. But but anyways, so as an individual of Kraken, I mean, if the, the Kraken is out there, humanity's not screwed because obviously it's living in harmony. Uh, there's no issues. Don't go to the ocean late at night. But if you go searching for it, um, and it's coming hard, you, you might get it. Okay, so that that is that, that is sounds really sexual. I, well, that's the point. Isn't you it? might get it. Yeah, you're gonna get Splatoon. that. Also Splatoon. Also coming hard. That is sexual too, though. Splatoon. Oh, Did you hear though that squids do go for penises? I don't know if you knew that. Go for penis? Yeah, they do try to bite Like they have like they have like a penis detector in their beak. Like yeah, one guy like, one guy got away because they wouldn't like he, they couldn't grab his penis. They like, they could he could have his arms or legs, but he got away because they couldn't find the penis. Couldn't find the penis. Yeah. Well, you can tuck that penis, you know. Average. But so, so <laughs> but so no, I, I don't know if you knew that, that there there's an ionic your your nutsack and penis has a very strong positive ionic charge, and the beak of a squid is negative. So I just want to teach people this because I'm a scientist. So it gets drawn immediately to the penis, and you have to tuck the penis. Um, okay, I'm sorry for anyone out there that believed me. God, why are you listening to me talk? Jesus. Uh, we're not screwed though, um, unless they evolve quickly. Uh, would you know? Imagine like a really scary scenario would be like aliens are like, you know what, squid evolution, and they're like, and they make them like, <laughs> like, okay, then we have squid wars, yeah, and that would be that'd be kind of dope though. You, I do you like, you like the squid wars, wars, right? 
Huh? Like you, you want, want the zombie, zombie apocalypse, apocalypse? Yeah. really bad. You, you want, want the, so you want you want the squid apocalypse. I want squid wars. I think that would be like less scary. That'd be scarier than a zombie apocalypse. And they only kill you by enough your penis. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I say we're all right. Realistically, not screwed. Chris, what are we? Are we screwed or no? Yeah. Imagine like giant squid that could fly. <laughs> With wings or float? Float. Okay. Yeah. Float. No wings. They are they spin like a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the it's like the um what the the sentries in um in the Matrix. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something Ooh. like that would be terrifying. I just think no, we're not screwed because you know more kraken than squid means more calamari. <laughs> oh damn! Chris is like us. Chris is just dancing like just sea walking all over them right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sea walking. Yeah. Hey. But you, you don't, don't like, like fish, fish, David, so you'd be fucked. I like calamari. That's right. Imagine fried like, calamari. Yeah, of course. That's gotta be. It's gotta be a kraken poke bowl. <laughs> oh, Ooh. you guys squid know salad, that I'm allergic. Salad. You guys know I'm allergic to pokey. I can't do it. Chris, uh, Chris, 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 I think so. So we're gonna. I'm gonna take David out. That's my place. We're gonna go. We're gonna do a bang bang. All right. Go to the first one. We're going to a sushi place. We're getting you squid salad. Um, I, 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 I'm a little disappointed in both of you because neither of you considered, um. The Cthulhu option that uh, what if someone raises their dark lord from his slumber, okay. his ancient slumber, and uh, destroys the entire world? But I'll, I'll go ahead and go on with the crowd and say, No, we're not screwed. Uh, it is a d- terrifying, terrifying monster um, or animal, I guess, but uh, uh, yes. pretty much monster. Uh, monster. But um, uh, in case our squid overlords do rise and they hear this, you guys aren't monsters, you guys are, you guys are cool, like you guys are really good looking. Like, I uh, like, I'm 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 envious of you. Uh, otherwise, no, we're not screwed. I'm good with Yes. I appreciate it, David. <laughs> I was talking with the squids. <laughs> oh, I, knew, I knew he was. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it, I guess. Okay, uh, the, we, we concluded our first in-person, in-studio uh, Guys Are Screwed episode. I'm praying for no echo, but I think we'll be well, fine. Well, we might. Yeah, well, it, yeah. You guys worth, love it either way. It's worth the echo to hear the joy in our yeah. voices. I don't think we'll have We'll um, find out. We'll find out. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you may have noticed, if not, uh, uh, we just dropped our first guys rev- uh, guys reviewed uh, kind of subcast where we review shit, and it's Chris and I talking about the first book in the uh, Earth uh, was it uh, Remembrance of Earth's Past trilogy, yeah. the Three Body Problem. Um, so go ahead and listen to that. The first one is free. The next two for the uh, two parts in the trilogy will be on Patreon only. So maybe you should turn our Patreon on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should turn our Patreon. Thanks, Bill. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, at www.patreon.com backslash guys are screwed. You, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Green Left Arrow. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Guys Were Screwed. Uh, Sean, do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, my Instagram is SD underscore GWS. And, you know, it's fucking tight. Like, I don't like it's just tight. Like, just trust me. Just follow me. Because if you follow me, maybe I will get the will to do more cool shit. But if I don't have followers, what am I going to do? You think I'm just going to make stuff for no reason? It's very true, guys. You know, come on. Come on. Get it together. I just okay. realized at the end of the episode, you are showing up on our mic, so there's going to yeah. be an echo. I have it over here, too. Okay, we'll, we'll figure, we'll figure but, it out. But it's, it's mild, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yours is intense, it's not, it's it? not as big as ours, but... Oh, uh, Obviously. You but, guys, you you guys, guys probably have your... Um, what is your deepest, darkest fear? Uh, oh, I told you guys already. <laughs> Laura being in an ice detainment. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yep. Um, Chris is away from his wife, and he's terrified that she's going to drive without a license and get taken in by ice, which honestly is fucking terrifying. Laura, actually, it's it's not Laura being in an ice detainment center. It's me having to tell Laura's parents that she's. In an ice <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you as always next week. Bye. See you. Peace.